Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the HOS F1 podcast. I am your host, Adrian Hub, joined as always by my co-host, RJ McCullough. RJ, what's going on, man? Hello, hello, my friend. Um, I would like to say to everyone, make sure you stay right to the end because Adrian has a special surprise this week. He's performing a very extra special rendition of I'm a Little Teapot. Thanks to Max Verstappen winning his fifth race in a row. But yes. uh, on that note of Max winning his fifth race in a row, usually I come to this podcast wearing either a Mercedes hat or a Lewis Hamilton hat. I'm going full just pander. I'm wearing just an F1 Formula One hat with an FIA on the side. So I'm just pandering to the FIA in hopes if there's racing gods out there, just please let us have someone other than a Red Bull winning because I don't want Perez winning either. Just Silverstone one time, please. That's all. If- What's up with you? Well, I was going to say, if if someone besides Max or Checo win this weekend, then you are no longer allowed to wear Lewis merch on the show, because that's clearly a, it's clearly a sign. Yeah, I mean, the Lewis <laughs> stuff hasn't been working, so going to mix it up. Yes. Hopefully, uh, Mercedes can have a little bit of a bounce back from Austria, because they had a little bit of a rough weekend. But we're going to sort of get into that. We're going to go over sort of the highlights and some of the big talking points from Austria, and of course, talk about... Silverstone, which is this weekend, uh, and as RJ mentioned, uh, we do a, a, a Formula One league. So, anytime one of the drivers on his teams gets a win, I have to do a punishment. He has Max Verstappen, so I've been doing punishments left and right, and I've got to do I'm a little teapot at the end. So, stick around. Uh, besides that, yeah, let's let's jump first into what you sent me today and that's the the updated formula one 2024 calendar which is i thought was quite interesting yeah a couple of interesting things right off the top i mean the two that stood out to me um first that vegas is vegas's run is the penultimate race lasting all of one season because they put uh qatar and they they said they want to make the schedule more um so the races are closer together so not bouncing back and forth around the calendar but there's several instances where they do exactly that, so I don't know. I'm not really buying that excuse. Um, the other thing that stood out is that they're starting the race. Obviously, Vegas is a night race, but now they're having two. Sorry, Saturday night race. Vegas is that they're starting the season with two Saturday night races next year as well. So um, Bahrain and Saudi Arabia, so Jeddah, mm-hmm. will be Saturday night races. So they'll uh, they'll be moving the schedule one day back those weeks. So that's all right. I mean, we'll be desperate for anything on track at that point in the season or getting into the season. So kind of excited about that. Um, otherwise, yeah, not too much. I mean, it's 24 races. What what stood out to you? Like you said, they sort of vamped it as being more like regionally focused. I don't know if that was the exact verbiage that they said. But yeah, I mean, I can see like some instances where I mean, it's definitely an improvement on our current season, but yeah, we've got the Middle East and then Australia up to Japan, China. And then we're crossing. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to just see like some of the biggest like journeys, like Monaco to Canada. Well, like, um, they go Miami to Italy to Monaco to Canada. They could have just gone Miami to Canada. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Miami, Canada, Monaco, Monza, yeah. or uh, or Italy, Imola. Imola, yeah. yeah, and then Spain. So sort of that's one that definitely stands out. Um, Interesting. UK, I don't know how far Austria is from the UK, but they go Austria, Silverstone, Hungary. I would imagine, but I don't know enough to say if that's far apart. 
but I mm-hmm. imagine it is. Um, and then, yeah, I guess uh, Brazil, Las Vegas, Qatar, Abu Dhabi isn't great, but uh, mm-hmm. they kind of have to get those at the end of the year. So I don't know. Sure. I just don't like that they're trying to make it seem like they're making the calendar all like we're going from this continent to this continent. Like If they wanted to do that, they could do that throughout yeah. the whole season. I mean, they start and end the season in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, I'm sure that they've paid a pretty penny to have that yeah. happen. So yeah. that's 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 kind of what I just chalk it up to is I'm sure like some of these Middle Eastern tracks or Brazil, Vegas, you know, they probably paid a lot of money to have that specific slot. Although, you know, I wonder if the I don't not showrunners, but sort of the people behind the Las Vegas GP are a little miffed about that or maybe. Maybe they were in support of it. I'm not sure. But the Saturday night races, yeah, that's okay to me. I know it's for Ramadan. That's totally understandable. Uh, the only negative is just that I like watching the races on Sunday morning. <laughs> so that's just yeah. me being selfish. But, yeah, it's 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 fascinating. I mean, will the Chinese GP even happen? Will it get canceled again? That's what I'm really thinking. Like, which of these races <laughs> won't happen? Because we've already had two canceled GPs this season. So, yeah, I'm not that's sure. That's the thing. They can never seem to get a full. It's like the only sport that doesn't actually play all their games. But yeah, it's different. <laughs> right. um, I guess the only thing I can think of with Vegas is that they want to do on American Thanksgiving. Like, is American Thanksgiving November 21st to 23rd? Is it around there? I believe so. Yeah. So maybe that's the impetus behind it. I guess that makes um, sense. And it's then the big breaks, travel. They have a traditional three-week summer break in August. An additional three-week pause between Singapore and Austin, and then two weeks between Brazil and Vegas, which two weeks is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing nothing too out of the ordinary for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it for the 2024 calendar. We'll kind of update it as, as things go. I mean, I'm already looking into hotels for Montreal and Miami because you got to get them. you got to get on them quick. So. Yes, that you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, you meant, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't, uh, I, I could have put this as sort of a short talking point, but I saw a very interesting video uh, yesterday. It sort of went through and from cheapest to most expensive, logged all the GPs and like what's the cheapest Grand Prix to get tickets for and what's the most expensive. And I want to just guess at what you think the cheapest ticket is, which track. Uh it's kind, low, it's kind of a low. It's kind of a low key. I mean, my guess would be Bahrain, but that could be way off. It's um, not Middle East. Maybe Dakota. Nope, not. It's it's actually uh, Hungary, if you can believe that. Apparently, that's okay. the cheapest tickets that you can get. I don't know if it's low, the lowest demand, or if the yeah. if they're just <laughs> you know. That's what I thought. Bahrain is like, priced. no one out there. But, uh, okay, and what's the most expensive? I mean, Vegas, Monaco. Yep, Monaco, but... Miami, Vegas. I don't. I actually don't remember if Vegas was on there. Oh, wait, no, it definitely was because I think Vegas was, like, the most expensive at the end. But, yeah, all the Americans – well, Coda wasn't. Coda was sort of in the middle, but, yeah, Monaco, Miami. But, yeah, that was just interesting. I was like, damn, if you're on a budget, go to the Hungary GP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a, which will there. be next after Silverstone. So we have that to yeah, look forward be to. Yeah, cheaper to – probably buy a flight to Hungary and stay there for a week and go to every single uh, session than just to go to like one session at Vegas. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's insane, completely but, ridiculous. But I guess that's their thing. Um, you wanted to... We were talking over the week. Uh, you said you wanted to just say something about Mr. Hulkenberg. Do you remember what that yes. was? Yes. Uh, so he... You know, obviously he had a little bit of bad luck in the actual Grand Prix, having to retire, but he I feel like he had a really great weekend. That Haas just tears through its tires, has no race pace, but, I mean, he was on it in quali. I mean, he, he always is, but I, did, I actually did not know this, but there's been two times in the past where Nico was sort of in line to take a, a pretty major seat, but then it just sort of got taken last second. I, the... The, I'll, I'll, I'll save the earliest one for last, but he was originally in talks to replace Albon at Red Bull. Wow. But, of course, then Checo gave that amazing performance in Abu Dhabi, and they sort of just pulled the trigger on him. Um, besides that, actually, I, I think I'm missing one. But, no, the, the, the one that stood out to me the most that I thought you would find very fascinating is when they were originally – uh, looking to sign a driver for Mercedes, it was almost Nico Hulkenberg, but uh, Nicky Lauda convinced Lewis Hamilton to sign to the seat at the last second. So wow. could have been Nico and Nico. Wait, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have been say two Nicos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I feel like, I feel like sliding Nico... doors moment because oh yeah, maybe Nico Rosberg probably would have like maybe he would still be racing. Like he would have won multiple championships, right? Or Hulk might have won one. I don't know. It would change everything, right? Oh, it would have definitely changed everything for Hulk. So I do feel like he gets a little underappreciated, but he's he's got a really good racecraft. So Mm -hmm. I do enjoy watching him race. I hope he doesn't kind of do what all the Haas drivers do, and they have a great first return back, and then the next year they suck. So we'll see. But yeah, I just wanted to quickly shout out Hulk. Oh, dude, he's he's a monster. But if only that car just could make it to the end without fucking degrading. That'd be nice. That would be nice. But, yeah, he didn't even make it through the race, unfortunately. Um, Nope. But I guess we can talk uh, Austrian GP because that sprint race, usually we probably wouldn't even talk about a sprint race. But that was, I feel like we've said this a few times this year, but that was the most entertaining thing I've seen in a long time. That was just great. Like, action... Everywhere from the beginning with the Red Bulls kind of fighting a little bit to the end. I mean, it was it was very interesting. We didn't necessarily have a battle at the front. We never do. Max beat his teammate even by twenty seconds. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, just just a really really good sprint. I have the printed out some sheets here. So I'm gonna have to be switching. Uh... Okay, here we go. So, yeah. Hulkenberg finished sixth, which all in all it was pretty good considering he started what third. Yep. And then George Russell, obviously, with the it was so cool with that the rain came at like the perfect time. Maybe it would have come like a few minutes earlier, but uh, George Russell is notorious for kind of maybe not notorious, but we've seen him multiple times him do kind of a risky uh, risky moves, and this time it paid off. Like he cut right through the field, finished eighth, and I think he was like point zero zero nine off of Akon for. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was plus 36.602 to plus 36.611. So, yeah, 0. 0.09. 0.09, that's crazy. Um, Lance Stroll, a fourth place. That was pretty good. Yeah, I My feel like he Canadian. had one of the, his better weekends that he's had. Well, I could say his whole career, but definitely this season, which was nice to see. I've 
not used to. I, I mean, I did, I did kind of feel like Fernando sort of had no pace this weekend, like at all. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Aston, the Aston just didn't look great. Lance looked pretty good, but I mean, Fernando Alonso's always struggled at that track. He's never really had an amazing result there, or at least he has it in almost a decade. But yeah, that was a little bit surprising to see Fernando not be fighting for a podium like we've seen him so far this season. Yeah, I think. Uh... We're kind of seeing teams that are bringing multiple upgrades now that are trying to catch up. So especially we saw it last week with Aston Martin and Mercedes. Those sprint race weeks, they only have one session. So they can't really get the everything like fine-tuned to the new specs of the car the way they want it. So I mm-hmm. think, I mean, I could be wrong, obviously. Maybe Ferrari was just had a good week. But from Canada to Austria, there was a significant drop-off for Mercedes and uh, Aston Martin. Yeah, like you said, Alonso was never really a threat. So... Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully Silverstone a normal week. Uh, I forgot to put it on the the note sheet, but I just remember they're filming for that movie <laughs> Apex. Oh yes. And then they have a paddock or whatever. Yeah, like Brad Pitt and the other guy have their own paddock. So that's, that's so going to be uh, interesting and lots of weird one-liners from from the announcers and the, I don't know what. There's going to be it's going to add a little little extra to it, but uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping that's why. To get back to my original point, I'm hoping that's why the uh, Mercedes and Aston Martin were a little further off because it was only one practice session instead of three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I didn't even think about that, actually. But, yeah, that definitely could have been the case. I do wish the – I mean, I know they said it to a particular length for a reason, but I if I wish the sprint had just been, like, five more laps because we mm-hmm. would have just – it would have been, like – it just felt like we were, like, about to see, like, some race-defining action, potentially catching Max and – who knows what, but yeah, unfortunately it wasn't a regular length race, so that didn't end up happening, but the race itself ended up being fairly interesting. I mean, I feel like it could have been a little bit more exciting maybe, but it it still satisfied the F1 fan or or F1 fan and me. (laughs) So I enjoyed it. Yeah, it had its moments. Definitely had its moments. Uh, The Ferraris showed some, like, obviously they couldn't keep up, especially with Max. Um, And Perez did kind of cut through the field. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was it was nice to see the Ferraris and yeah the the race had its moments. We'll get into the talking points. I guess off the start, I'll ask you as a Red Bull fan. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I cleared my throat as if I was going to make a joke there, but no, just clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Checo, I don't even remember what place he started in, but he finished. He finished what second or third? Fifteenth, so, something like that. Uh, he finished third. Yeah. So like, are, do you think? Obviously, going into it and with him not making it into. Q3 yet again, it was kind of, uh, wow, this guy's about to lose his job. Obviously not right away, but it, we were pretty down on Checo. Does that third place finish from 15th, does that restore any faith, or where do you stand on that? Uh, I mean, to me, you know, I still, I mean, we'll have to, I'll see if my opinion changes on this throughout the season, but it just kind of feels like Sergio's last year. You know, he's this is his third year with Red Bull. I mean, that in its, in and of itself is an achievement to be Max's teammate for that long, but I don't know. I, I I think him getting the third place might have, you know, eased that tension a little bit. Because I mean, if you watch that interview that Christian Horner gave, he was pissed. You know, he, he he can he can hold it in a little bit, but you know, he was like, "What are you doing? You know, keep it in the keep it in the white lines." Uh, and I also don't like you know blaming Albon 
from Checo saying that he was responsible. I mean, he didn't ruin all three of your laps, you know. So, uh, to me, it just, yeah, like I said, I just don't know if I see him with Red Bull next season. I think he's more likely to stay than Nick DeVries, but, gosh, but I don't even, I mean, it's it would be, it's so risky to get to leave or to remove Checo because I don't see Daniel Ricciardo ever getting back in the actual Red Bull as sad as that makes me. I mean, it's, I mean, it, I'm not going to, you know, say it's never going to happen, but I just think it's extremely unlikely. I think we're more likely to see maybe a Red Bull poach another driver potentially. I think that's, if they're definitely considering getting rid of Checo and behind the scenes, then I, I imagine they're reaching out to Leclerc, Signs, uh, Lando, trying to think of who else they might want to reach out to. I mean, they probably reach out to multiple drivers because yeah. Liam Lawson needs to be put in the AlphaTauri so he can yeah. start getting experience to eventually the, get in the I Red think Bull. Piastri would be a good one to reach out to. Uh, he he, but he just signed that long contract with McLaren. Though but he's not a he. Can, he knows he, he's shown that he can get out of contracts, dude. If he yeah, I was just dude. If he fucking pulled that shit on like, McLaren and went yeah. to Red Bull, <laughs> I was imagining like if contracts weren't an issue, like. You're either going to go with some... You don't want someone that's immediately going to threaten Verstappen, but you want someone that's going to... Once the other teams get closer, is, is going to help you win the constructors, right? So mm-hmm. I think Piastri is like maybe the next up-and-coming guy. And I'm, I've been pretty impressed by him with McLaren. Um, either that or you get... Like... It, Perez is kind of what they want, right? Like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to imagine who they would get because I, I can't see Lando because that would be too competitive with Max... I don't know. It would be very, uh, very interesting. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, those those are big names. You know, do they want someone who's going to challenge potentially challenge Max? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like they want Checo to at all. But also, you know, we talked at the big. You know, when Checo was like getting some wins and you know within 30 points of Max, it was like, hey, you never know. But now we know, and it's not going to happen. So, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I think if I was Sergio Perez, I would be a little on edge about my future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Un- no, me too. I, I did see one thing. Speaking of Danny Rick, on uh, Twitter, it was uh, an article. I forget if the quote came from Horner or Marco, but one of those. One of those Red Bull guys that I dislike. Those lovely uh, men. Saying that Ricardo has been just tearing it up in the simulator. Like, he's back to his old self. He's putting in great times now. That's on a simulator, but um, those that their simulators are basically, like, they're as close as you can possibly get. They literally mm-hmm. move around. It's crazy when you see the videos of them. Um, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's enough on Checo for now. Yeah, get but... To, uh, I agree. I, no, I was going to say, you know, that's actually a really good point. Uh, I mean, it, you never Daniel Ricciardo easily could be eventually put back in that seat. I worry if they try to go put him in the Alpha Tower and then they're like, if he does good, you know, maybe we'll see about bringing him back. But since the Alpha Tower is so much different than the Red Bull, I just feel like that sim time would not maybe lend itself to that car. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if he's just absolutely blown it away, it, it it's possible what yeah what what you know i feel like everybody is reminded of when you look back on his days with mclaren specifically because he just struggled so much is that you know he grew up and trained in f1 in 
a Red Bull car in Adrian Newey. So he's he's used to the aerodynamics. He's used to the power. He's just used to that car. So it, I'm not. I mean, it's not surprising to me that he is back to his old self. I mean, that's what I want to see. I just don't know if Christian Horner or Helmet would even consider that or have the faith to bring him back just with all the backstory and all that yeah. stuff. I don't really see it either. But, I mean, it's a nice thought. I would Although they it. did, on the Alpha Tower thing, they did say like in the rebrand that they are just going to go back to basically being a, mm-hmm. a Red Bull Junior team and then using this, the same car, essentially, yep. which I don't blame them for, <laughs> considering how far Red Bull is ahead. Um, so maybe they start the season with someone, maybe even Perez, beside Max, and then they have like a little competition in the Alpha Tower between Sonoda and Ricardo or something. Excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to watch. Kind of just want something different with Red Bull at this point. But yeah, we'll no, see. for sure. On to on to my boys. There was definitely <laughs> the hardest hardest week to watch uh, as a Lewis fan. Just never really on it. I mean, did okay in the sprint, but out in the Q1, the one qualifying uh, qualified okay in the actual race qualifying, but just like, not a very not a very good weekend overall and. Uh, I mean, I'll admit it. Lewis, Lewis was pretty whiny on the on the radio, even to the point where obviously Toto had to come on and be like, "Yeah, we know the car; it's bad. Like, please just drive it." And he was going off a lot. I mean, I saw Lando, a video of Lando Norris saying like he was behind Lewis, and Lewis was just going off like every single corner, um, which they all seem to be. But yeah, it was uncharacteristically bad weekend for Lewis, and there's been a lot of seems always whenever anything happens with Lewis or Max, there's obviously. It uh, creates more talk, so there was a lot of um, talk about whether Lewis and Toto have are going to have an issue going to Silverstone or whatever. And I think obviously that's ridiculous. They're like it's just everyone gets upset on their radio. Uh, everyone's all the uh, team reps get upset with their guys. Like it, it happens. It's professional sports. Like I don't think I don't think it's going to be an ongoing issue whatsoever. Um, yeah, he still doesn't sign his contract, but I don't think that's. I mean, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Do you think I should be? Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not really. I'm I'm not super knowledgeable when it comes to like when they announce. I do remember when George was rumored and all those talks were happening. They didn't announce at Silverstone, but then we found out that it was confirmed at Silverstone. So, I think the summer break is probably when we would hear something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't see Lewis potentially leaving i think he knows he's got to stick it out mercedes is eventually going to get it right because he i mean take a lesson from daniel you know yeah you, you potentially i mean but he didn't even leave when things were bad he just left when he left when things were good so i think lewis is like he's very patient you know he's virtuous you know he i mean he can sometimes get a little pissed off during the race understandably but i think he knows that if he was to leave, there's a strong chance Mercedes just gets it, and then all of a sudden they're back in the front, and he's with Ferrari, and he's like, fuck, why did I do this? So, yeah. uh, no, I wouldn't say you should be worried. Not at all. Yeah, at least not yet. Um, no, not not yet. Yeah, we'll see maybe a month or two from now. Yeah. We'll see how Silverstone goes, and we'll see <laughs> leading into summer break. A um, couple other moments. There was Sergio, uh, so check over signs. They had a pretty good battles uh, back and forth back and forth uh it actually made Verstappen more impressive because when him and Charles were battling he like purposely kind of slowed down to let Charles go ahead for 
a split second so that it max so we could get DRS. Mm-hmm. Whereas Checo just passed signs and didn't even consider that. So then signs <laughs> was able to pass him back right away. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of just once again the many differences between Checo and Max. Yeah. Um, and then there was obviously the the uh, fastest lap, the balls that Max showed. Dude. What did you think of that? Obviously, he's your boy. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I that was like, I love that shit. That is, I mean, what really s- sold it for me was going back and then listening to his team radio. <laughs> his engineer is like, <laughs> we're 23 seconds ahead. And then he's like, who has fastest lap? And they're like, that's Checo. And then he's like, he's like, okay, should we pit for the softs so to get fastest lap? And they're like, we don't think it's worth the risk. And then, <laughs> like ten seconds goes by, and then you just hear box, box, box. <laughs> he's just, oh my god! And and then he just, the mad lad just absolutely did it. And then he set like, he I don't think he set a rap a lap record, but I mean he set the fastest lap on the final lap of the race. I mean, you just. I mean, no. I mean, I don't even. I don't know if any other driver could have done that. I mean, he is in the Red Bull, but would have even tried it. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, but he is in a. I'm. I, if he had somehow lost that position to Leclerc, he, I think he would have really. Well, he would have blamed the team first of all. He would have been like, "That wasn't my fault." <laughs> I will. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie though. Like it was. I do think it was like probably the most badass move from the whole weekend, but. I was praying for a slow stop. I was praying. I was like, let's let Leclerc get right up in front of him, and then we're going to have the best final two laps ever. But, nah, he, he gained six seconds in the last lap. I mean, it's just he is untouchable. It's it, yeah. <laughs> As, you know, he's not on my fantasy team, so it hurts. But, you know, I, I, I do enjoy seeing, like, that sort of just confidence. It was because you just don't see that shit. I mean, it was just crazy. No, it was – it was very exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gave us a little little bit of something to watch at the end there. It uh, did. And then he even, I mean, there's no way he did this on purpose, but he even got above the five second. Like, I think he ended up winning by like 5.05 seconds. So even if he did get a five second penalty, he still would have won. Although <laughs> every other team, it seems like, got a penalty except for Red Bull, but we won't they go did. into that. Or we will go into that, actually. <laughs> we'll move that right now because there were, I printed it out, 12. Penalties given out after the race, uh, and half one, of them were two, for Akon. Three, four, <laughs> four of them, four of them were for Akon. Oh. 15.30 seconds added to his time after the race. That's Ooh. unbelievable. Thirty seconds added. Yeah, we got Signs ten, Lewis ten, Gasly ten, Albon ten, Akon five ten five ten, Sergeant ten, Devries ten plus five, and then Yuki five. Uh, crazy. So that ended. The race, obviously Max winning, and pass mm-hmm. this lap. So I think Max did like beyond the Grand Slam this week because the sprint race too. You got po- double pole, double win, double fastest lap. <laughs> like they don't have fastest lap in sprint race, but still, yeah. So we have Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez, Norris, Alonso, Sainz, Russell, Hamilton, Stroll, Gasly, uh, Albon just outside the points, and then Hulkenberg, the only one that didn't finish. Yuki was the last place of the finishers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all in all, I mean, won't go down as the best race weekend, but that sprint race, uh, sprint races so far have been pretty good. We've we've been maybe they've made it a little better with the tracks that they've chosen. Um, 
still got to figure out the points because it is sort of pointless, especially this year. Yeah. I mean, at the bottom, maybe the guys like Hulkenberg, like that helps with getting a few points, but uh, not at the top. It was certainly like if it was another, if it was like another twenty twenty one, it'd be like where every point matters. Then yeah, it would be it would be more exciting. But it's just sort of at least it was fun to watch. It was it was exciting. It was very exciting. Here's my pitch for how we make the sprints perfect and more interesting. Uh, we take a page, I forget, I don't know if it was F3 or F2, or w- we talked about this before, but so sprint weekend, you got Friday qualifying, that sets the grid for Sunday's race. Saturday, no sprint shootout. Fuck that, it's pointless. Let them have another practice session. Then, for the sprint, you do a reverse grid. Hmm. and then but, but we keep the points the same. You still get the 8 and the 7. If they did that simple change, I would... It, it would be, like, the greatest decision of all time. Is it fair? Not really. But, I mean, who cares? It's eight points. Yeah. I mean, if we had Nick, I mean, just imagine the chaos. You've got Leclerc and Max in the back. Or, I mean, you have instances where you got Checo. You know, he'd be up in fifth. You know, he'd yeah. go dom- <laughs> he'd, do- he'd dominate the sprint, you know? I mean, he'd be the, yeah, the sprint king. He, <laughs> dude, he would be. <laughs> I just Man, that, that turn would one would be an absolute gong show. Max coming from the back <laughs> into Lewis and Alonzo and Charles. Oh, that would be that would be great. And they should just try. You know, sometimes they try some try things for one race just to test it out. Like mm-hmm. this week, they're doing something with wet wet tires or something. Yeah. Um, oh, that would be amazing. Oh, I don't it's know. a pipe dream. Would it be like you said? Would it be fair? Not really. But they would still. No one would. It's not worth throwing qualifying to get a good sprint grid exactly because then you're screwed in the race so exactly very interesting very very interesting the strategies that would go into it by the the uh teams at the bottom just trying to that would be (laughs) yeah i mean imagine last in qualifying so you can pull for the sprint (laughs) dude that oh my god if that even if that was just for one weekend out of the year Mm -hmm. i would be so so happy with that that would be amazing that would be just do like Give us like a, even if it's just like ten laps at Spa because it's a long track. Yeah. Just one where you can have long enough, or even like one with long straights like Baku or Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, playing on the video game, that their straight is ridiculously long. Like it is. <laughs> it's like thirty seconds of just like you take like one little kind of turn, but it's just like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah. If you had, you'd have to. Like, make a track where guys aren't going to be piling up too much because the faster guys coming from the back. But, yeah, I mean, it's worth a try. Anything's worth a try at this point. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, moving on to our our little fantasy Haas league. Yes. And you had a good week this week. Uh, Charles, 18 points. Perez, 7 plus five, 15, so 22. Sainz, 6 plus 8. It's obviously sprint plus race. Alonzo, 4 plus 10, so you fin- and Hulkenberg, 3. So you finished with 71, bringing your total to 466. I had 67 points this week, mainly Max with 34. Uh, other than that, Lando, 12. God. Lewis, 4. Russell, 7. Uh, Stroll, 7. So I had 67, so I'm at 531. So you, only, you gained 4 points on me, so I'm up 65 points. <laughs> Damn, it's just going to take Max DNFing one time for me to catch up. That's it. Yeah, it is. Honestly, with his domination, I'm shocked you're not farther ahead. Like, I'm shocked it's not just over with between us already. I've gotten lucky with my Ferraris. Perez and Alonso are 
Oh yeah, those yeah, season. Perez and Alonso. <laughs> I mean, Perez should be better, but uh, mm-hmm. Alonso definitely has been yes your pick of the. So with that, we'll do the. Uh, I've got the wheel ready to go here. Yes, see what you got. Let's do it. Probably see what my punishment next week is going to be. Uh, sure filming this time. All right. I can hear it. I'm not excited. Dealer's choice again. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! No. It was so close to being. You'll see in the video. It was so close to being free pass. Oh, okay. just damn it! Ticked into dealer's choice. So, uh, so yeah. I guess you'll you'll decide before next episode and let me know. Yep. Yeah, you gotta Maybe see if you gotta see if the one that I'm doing today is worth <laughs> yeah. repeating. Because we'll see yeah. <laughs> if it's funny or awful. But. Oh What's my that? gosh! Uh, what else have we got? Okay, yeah, now we can talk about the uh, the British GP at yes. Silverstone. I've got the uh, the times right here. The again Eastern Standard Time. Practice one seven thirty a.m. Practice two eleven a.m. Practice three on Saturday at six thirty a.m. Qualifying at ten a.m. Race at ten a.m. Uh, we got weather right. Here, uh, Friday, chance of rain, 2%. I don't really care about the temperature. Saturday, chance of rain, 55%. So quality might be interesting again. And then Sunday, main race, chance of rain, 5%. So we should be good. Maybe a little bit of rain during quality, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, uh, depending on when it hits. So, hey, that is that. Um, 2022, last year's race. Maybe Exciting. the best race of the year. Yeah, we had right off the bat Zhoguan Yu. An awful crash, but now it, since he walked away from it perfectly fine, mm-hmm. we were able to talk about it and how just mesmerizing it was. So there was that. Scary. There was probably my favorite moment of the year. The, Through goes Hamilton. That was great. Iconic. Yeah. Sainz got his first win. Uh, pretty lucky because Max had some issues. Dropped down to seventh. Um, and then I, Charles, I think they messed up Charles's pit strategy as well as they do as they did all the time last year so but nonetheless Sainz got his first win last year um I think is there anything else that you remember from last year or you're looking forward to like what uh what do you think when you think of Silverstone or the British GP uh I mean it's it's Mercedes track I mean we could pretty much go from the Red Bull ring to the Mercedes ring you know it's yeah. <laughs> Hamilton. I know Bottas, you know, he's had some good results there, but I mean, it's Lewis's home, literally and figuratively. He's just dominated there and obviously, you know, the majority of the fans there are for Lewis. So, yeah, I I really am hoping he's able to, you know, pull something out of his hat and surprise everybody cuz I mean, if he has a weekend like Austria, you know, it's just going to be so disappointing, especially with last year's epic moment that he had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have high hopes for him this weekend. Uh, yeah. Again, it could be. If last week was uh, an indication, then it's not going to be great. But if uh, Canada was, aside from last week, they did seem to be on upper trajectory. And uh, obviously, Lewis's favorite track is home race. Um, and we got some new liveries this week as well. We got uh, McLaren kind of trying to emulate their old school one that Lando's 
Lando's favorite livery of all time, and a lot of people's favorite livery, the um, what kind of orange and silver uh, mm-hmm. that Lewis drove. And Williams, I actually just pulled that up now, Williams livery. Uh, the Williams one I'll talk about, I guess you can talk about the McLaren one. The Williams one I, I like a lot. At first I wasn't sure, but the back, they have like the Union Jack, but it's in blue and white um, across the back wing. I think it looks really cool. So we'll see how that looks uh, on track. Um, yeah, not too much really other than that. I, I do like the Williams one, though. What do you think of the McLaren one? Um, I, I like it a lot. I, 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 I wish they would, you know, take more time and think about maybe doing these liveries permanently because I just really don't like McLaren's default livery that they have, but I like it. I like the chrome a lot. I think it fits a lot better than the light blue. Aston Martin, don't, don't they also have a livery this week? I, I think so. I don't. That might not be. They do have a livery. I don't know if they have if it's for Silverstone, but I think they're doing something with one of their partners. It's not anything major. I think they're adding a little bit of like black trim to the front wing and the side, and then they're painting like a shark fin on the back. It it didn't look really anything exceptional to me. I don't know if that's gonna uh, be for Silverstone. Yeah, the new partnership with Valvoline. Yeah, it's they painted like this little shark thing on the yeah. top it it's not really anything special colors, yeah. yeah so got got some silverstone is obviously means a lot to a lot of these teams you know not just mercedes williams aston martin as well and mclaren so uh yeah i, I mean it's technically red bull has their home has their um factory in england too don't they mm-hmm Technically, Please. yeah. I don't know. Christian Horner would probably say it's a home race then. It's his home race. <laughs> yeah, it's his home race. So, yeah, always something to look out for. I mean, I would say, uh, I know you put Austria as probably your favorite track. Silverstone, maybe not my favorite track to drive, like in the video game, but in terms of watching, I think I'd say it's my favorite. I don't know. There's just something about it in UK, in the UK. Uh, with all like bunch of UK drivers and the fans are great there. It seems sort of like I don't even know if it is the home of like the birthplace, whatever you call it, of F1. But it does sort of seem like the epicenter of uh, of F1. So um, yeah, I like I really like when they race at Silverstone, and obviously it's uh, <clears throat> good for good for the British drivers. Which so off the top of my head, I know I'm gonna miss a few, but I mean Lando, uh, Lewis, George. Who else is Brit- British? Uh, Albon is British and Thai, if oh, I'm not yeah, mistaken. Right here, um, okay. Trying to think. Everybody. I think that's it. Yeah, I believe that's it. In terms it. of their actual, like, the one I printed out flags on it. And is Albon under? I think no. he's on. So we got Norris and then the two Mercedes. Uh, Alex Albon is... He's a... Uh, Right here. Whatever this, I guess Thailand maybe? I think that's Taiwan. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he talked about that in his... We love to say Taiwan? Oh, I I mean, I am, but I... I, No, we are, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The only reason I wouldn't be able to say it is I'm not 100% sure that's the the other country he's from. So I apologize. So we're okay. Yeah, exactly. Apologies if I got his nationality wrong. I apologize. He won't. He won't mind. I think he's either from <laughs> Thailand or something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Don't hold us to it. We'll uh, we'll we'll circle back on that if we were wrong. We will. Um, 
So yeah, do you want to, let's do a little, our predictions. I mean, I was going to say let's predict like fifth to second, but I don't know, one of us might have something up our sleeve for a different prediction this week. So yeah, let's go like first to fifth or fifth to first, however you want to do it, or podium. Okay. Give me some predictions. Let's see. Gosh. I mean, I just don't see Max not winning. Max will probably take the dub. I know he he probably walks into Silverstone pissed just thinking about 2021. Just thinking of he's probably just like, oh, what was it? And last year too. He's had a bad run here. That's true. Yeah, he that wasn't yeah last year wasn't you know through due to another driver, but or I mean it's debatable if it was Lewis's fault. Not trying to say it was solely on him. Debatable, yeah. But I could gonna say Max. I'm gonna hope Ferrari are just getting it together. So. Actually, okay, we'll go Max, Leclerc, Lewis, Alonzo, Norris. Okay. I think those Leclerc and upgrades are... They're looking good. And I guess Piastri gets it because uh, he upgrades as well. I'm yes, going to go does. fifth place, Norris. Fourth place, Alonzo. Third place, Russell. Second place, Leclerc. First place, Hamilton. Whoa. Who is Hamilton? I mean, obviously the, that's that's more wishful thinking, but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's just got to happen. Eventually. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Please, please let it happen this week. It's got to happen. And now if Max crashes out and Sergio ends up winning, that's not going to make me feel any better. So, Mm-mm. yeah, let's let's just hope. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I get, didn't uh, finish the uh, – or the British drivers, who we think is going to have the best week, Lewis – George Lando, um, I guess I'm hoping for Lewis. I'm hoping the order goes Lewis, Lando, George in terms mm-hmm. of those three. I'm going to say Lando is going to have just a stellar weekend. I feel like his confidence is definitely at an all-time high this season. Hopefully those upgrades you know, don't necessarily go backwards at all. I mean, it's just one week, so I don't know how they necessarily could. So, I I mean, he was just – he was on fire this week. I mean, I voted him driver of the day. It's debatable if it could have gone to signs, you know, with the penalty. I think, eh. But, yeah, he's – I mean, he just – it's good to see, you know, these guys who when they came into the sport, you know, it was stated like these guys could be future world champions, and now they're actually living up to that, you know, potential. Yeah, there's uh... – like those those young guys are pretty much what you just said. They're they're starting to come up now, and um, if only I mean I can't even say if only Red Bull wasn't so good. If just if Max wasn't so good, yeah. Like full credit to him. He's like Perez isn't. I mean look at the standings. Like uh, Signs is or sorry not Signs. Alonso is like seventeen points behind Perez, and Hamilton's not too far behind that either. So like it's pretty pretty bad that uh, like Perez isn't really doing anything too crazy. So, if not for Max, but hey, there's inevitably, I mean, we, it could happen that, as I said before, it could happen that Max just wins the rest of the races this year, Rebel does, but um, we've always seen in dominant seasons that guys do have some sort of issue, whether it was Lewis in all of his years, there would be a few races where the car just wasn't wasn't good, or he'd have engine failure, or something would happen, I mean, it would just be nice to see, maybe Checo and Max will take each other out, just like Nico and... Lewis did back in the day in Australia. Mm. Max got his first win. Who knows? That'd be nice. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm just sort of just sort of delaying to, to let you just marinate on the next <laughs> thing on the show notes here. Uh, yeah, is there yeah, anything? Yeah. Is there anything we want to just talk about or bring up before we sign off with this punishment? No, I think uh, obviously subscribe, download, rate five stars, all that good stuff. Um, we appreciate the views I'm getting lately, and uh, I'm hoping this clip is gonna go semi-viral so we can get some more people on board. But uh, yeah, depending on how this goes. <laughs> going to be next oh, week. I'll God. probably let you off a little easier next week, but um, oh, the table so. is yours, my friend. Okay, so this will this will sound a little bit better. Oh, actually, I don't even have my mic. This will sound a little bit better for our listeners because you are hearing my computer or my laptop mic. I'm talking and recording with the snowball. So if it sounds a little bad, I apologize, but. Uh, all right, yeah, might as well. Let's do this. Let's get ready. I got a backing soundtrack and everything. Here we go. Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's all right. Take your time. Actually, let's do this. Hold her up like here. Here we go. I, pra- I, I, got, I got so ready for this earlier you don't even know okay all right time to embarrass myself because you wanted me to (laughs) we ready yeah yeah i'm a little too hot short and stout here is my handle here is my foul when I get all screwed up, hear me shout. Tip me over, pull me out. Thank y'all for watching. We'll see you next week. This is the HOSF1 podcast. Come back next week. We're going to talk about Silverstone. And yeah, come back. We can talk about this. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>